Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 3, 2017. Public Health Reports Required by 2016 Iowa Acts, House File 2460. Reports Required in the Fiscal Year 2017 Health and Human Services Appropriations Act 2016 Iowa Acts, Chapter 1139, the General Assembly directed the Iowa Department of Public Health, IDPH, to submit two separate reports by December 15, 2016 that cover three main objectives. Create a proposal for realigning appropriations to reflect current priorities and goals. Make recommendations for a broader systematic workforce strategy and include strategies developed with the Iowa Department of Education to encourage elementary and secondary education students to pursue careers in the fields of health and health care. Sample non-state entities that receive state funding and report on the objectives and results of the programs funded and identify how funds are utilized, targeted populations served, and continuing programming needs in the future. The Health and Human Services Budget Bill Report and Workforce Report were submitted earlier this month. Budget Realignment Recommendations The goal of the IDPH recommendation was to ensure that programs reflect the goals of the department and to provide increased flexibility in the distribution of funding to meet the identified priorities and goals. The IDPH provided goals and priorities to each budget unit and recommendations for adjusting the appropriations in the bill. The following summarizes the IDPH's recommendations. Addictive Disorders In total, 3.5% of this appropriation is specifically allocated to particular entities or for specific purposes. The appropriation currently has two main allocations, one for tobacco use, prevention and control, and one for gambling and substance abuse disorders. The IDPH recommends continuation of the current appropriation language. Healthy Children and Families In total, nearly 86% of this appropriation is specifically allocated to particular entities or for specific purposes. For fiscal year 2017, there were a total of eight allocations in the appropriation. The IDPH recommendations are move the administration of the Child Burial Expense Program to the Department of Human Services and remove all specific allocation paragraphs for programs. Chronic conditions. In total, nearly 98% of this appropriation is specifically allocated to particular entities or for specific purposes. For fiscal year 2017, there were a total of 15 allocations in the appropriation. The IDPH recommendations are 
revised the opening language of the appropriation to read, quote, for screening, preventing, and managing chronic conditions or special health care needs, end quote. The current language reads, quote, for serving individuals identified as having chronic conditions or special health care needs, end quote. Merge funding for the prescription drug donation repository in chronic conditions and community capacity into a single allocation in community capacity. Reallocate $25,000 to the IDPH to provide program oversight compliant with Iowa Code Chapter 135M. Merge funding for the AIDS Drugs Assistance Program for Chronic Conditions and Infectious Diseases into a single allocation in infectious diseases and remove all specific allocation paragraphs for programs. Community Capacity In total, nearly 85% of this appropriation is specifically allocated to particular entities or for specific purposes. For fiscal year 2017, there were a total of 16 primary allocations in the appropriation with 8 other second-degree allocations. The IDPH recommendations are transfer essential public health services funding to healthy aging, maintain the allocation of $160,285 for the Iowa Primary Care Association, IPCA, for administrative support to the Collaborative Safety Provider Network. Shift the allocations for free clinics of Iowa, the Iowa Association of Rural Health Clinics, and the Volunteer Provider Network to the IDPH instead of the IPCA. Continue the annual allocations for these recipients. Merge funding for the Prescription Drug Donation Repository and Chronic Conditions and Community Capacity into a single allocation in community capacity. Reallocate $25,000 to the IDPH to provide program oversight compliant with Iowa Code Chapter 135M. Merge the funding for Iowa Coalition Against Sexual Assault Funding in Community Capacity and Public Protection into a single allocation in public protection. Allocate all vision screening funding to the IDPH for vision screening programs and see further recommendations made in the workforce report. These will be covered in the following section. Healthy aging. The appropriation does not have any specific allocations. There is a formula for the distribution of funding to local boards of health in 641 Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 80. The IDPH recommendations are transfer essential public health services from community capacity into healthy aging, rename the budget unit, quote, essential public health services to better reflect the broad range of activities and services funded with these dollars. Infectious diseases. The appropriation does not have any specific allocations. The IDPH recommends merging funding for the AIDS Drug Assistance Program in Chronic Conditions and Infectious Diseases into a single allocation in infectious diseases. Public protection. In total, 41% of this appropriation is specifically allocated to particular entities or for specific purposes. For fiscal year 2017, there were a total of four allocations in the appropriation. The IDPH recommends merging the funding for the Iowa Coalition Against Sexual Assault in Community Capacity and Public Protection into a single allocation in public protection. Resource Management. This appropriation does not have any specific allocations. The IDPH recommends continuation of the current appropriation language. The table that accompanies this article shows that the net change to each general fund appropriation recommended by the report. The table also reflects a change recommended by the workforce report, which will be covered in the next section. To see the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update 
and go to the PDF titled Public Health Reports Required by 2016 Iowa Acts House File 2460. Workforce Development Program Strategies. The appendices identified can be found in the workforce report. There have been many programs and reports related to the healthcare workforce in Iowa. From 2003 to 2015, the IDPH has submitted 29 separate reports covering many professions, types of care, specific shortages, and strategies. These reports are listed in Appendix C. To begin work on this report, the IDPH first reviewed a 2016 report by the University of Iowa Center for Health Policy Research that analyzed current health care workforce programs, executive summary in Appendix A. These programs cover many techniques for addressing workforce shortages, including recruitment, development, and retention techniques in the medical, mental health, and dental health fields. Strategies include loan repayment, visa waivers, liability protection, and specialized training. This report covers 13 current programs by outcome, impact in addressing identified needs, program gaps, and the number of program recipients still in Iowa, if known. Emerging recommendations in the University of Iowa report question whether reallocating state funds across programs would strengthen efforts to meet the state's needs regarding workforce distribution. Of the 13 programs viewed, eight received state funding. Of those programs, three focus on workforce recruitment, three are designed to increase the skills of providers, one expands the learning opportunities for physicians receiving advanced training in Iowa, and one encourages volunteer providers to serve at free clinics. Reallocation considerations should include funding approaches in recruitment, retention, and training across all programs, continuing to target specific needs within professions, exploring strategies to leverage additional funding, revising legislative language regarding allocations to allow flexibility in maximizing awards, and funding ongoing program performance evaluations and using those to set future program directions. Moving on from the University of Iowa report, IDPH staff conducted a review of all existing healthcare workforce efforts across Iowa State agencies, Appendix B. This investigation focused on how IDPH programming fits within the broader context of all healthcare workforce improvement strategies across state government. Other state agencies that administer related programs and initiatives include College Student Aid Commission, Department on Aging, Department of Education, Department of Human Services, Economic Development Authority, Workforce Development, and Governor's Office STEM Advisory Council and Future Ready Initiative. The IDPH has also issued a Request for Proposal, or RFP, for two projects. The first project will conduct a similar review of strategies and projects occurring in Iowa that are not being conducted by government agencies. The second will facilitate a summit of key stakeholders to develop recommendations for improving Iowa's health care workforce. Work is expected to begin January 1, 2017. The summit format was chosen over the establishment of another advisory council to allow for more flexibility of participation and a conversation format. The summit is also expected to complement the work of existing advisory councils. The result of this report are expected to further the understanding of previously gathered information to provide direction for a broader and more systematic health care workforce initiative. The RFP winner has not yet been announced. 
the IDPH is collaborating with the Future Ready Iowa initiative to ensure that projects like Iowa's Career Coach include information on healthcare professions that can be assessed by teachers, students, and parents. This will help inform them about Iowa's high-need professions and the education paths available. The IDPH staff has also joined the Iowa Governor, the Iowa Office of Career, Technical, and Adult Education Career Pathways Technical Assistance Team. This team is working to advance career pathways in Iowa in order to better meet education and workforce needs in Iowa. Most pathway projects in Iowa target post-secondary education programs. IDPH involvement will promote methods that encourage students to enter healthcare fields. The following summarizes the IDPH's current budget and program recommendations in the workforce report. Community capacity. Maintain the allocation and separate fund for a medical residency program. Appropriate funding directly to the College Student Aid Commission rather than the IDPH for deposit into the Iowa Primary Care Trust Fund established in Iowa Code Section 261.113. Combine the remaining workforce allocations into one allocation and place the funds into the revolving account established in Iowa Code Section 135.75. This will maximize the IDPH's flexibility to identify and fund critical health care professions as need arises and priorities shift respond to changes in federal designation of underserved areas, develop new state-funded programs for loan repayment to address shortage issues or to engage communities in recruiting and retention of health care providers, implement enhanced data collection and program evaluation processes to assess the impact of workforce programs and plan for multi-year project periods that better align with academic years or extensive recruitment activities. Code Recommendations The report includes updates to several sections of the Iowa Code. The full list of recommendations is covered in Appendix D, but highlights include remove outdated language in Iowa Code Section 135.107, Section 3, Paragraph C. This section refers to a state-federal partnership program that was repealed by the federal government. Remove, quote, long-term care from the directive in Iowa Code Section 135.163 to better reflect the inclusiveness of the various professions of Iowa's public health and health care workforce. Update language in Iowa Code Section 135.175. Some of the accounts and program policy components have sunset and need to be removed and remove Iowa Code Section 135.180, the mental health stipend program, which was not funded in fiscal year 2017. Non-state entities. Appendix A of the Health and Human Services Budget Bill Report covers funding that was provided to non-state entities. This appendix discusses historical funding, target populations served, types of services provided by state funding, continuing needs of the private organization to meet its objectives, and continuing needs of the target populations. The report covers 19 contractors who have been receiving funding since fiscal year 2007. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kenneth Ohms, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 3, 2017. Children's Mental Health Service System Implementation Status Report. Required Report. House File 2460 directs the Iowa Department of Human Services, DHS, to submit a report with recommendations to the General Assembly regarding ways to improve the effectiveness of and access to children's mental health crisis services. 
House File 2460 also directs the DHS to reconvene the Children's Mental Health and Wellbeing Workgroup to provide guidance regarding the implementation of recommendations in the 2015 Children's Mental Health and Wellbeing Workgroup Final Report. Planning Grants For fiscal year 2017, the General Assembly appropriated $300,000 to the DHS for the purpose of awarding competitively bid grants to two agencies to plan and implement children's mental health crisis services and to two agencies to develop learning labs for improving children's well-being. The DHS is directed to combine the most salient points of the grant reports and recommendations from the learning lab reports and report to the legislature by January 15, 2017. This appropriation has been built into the department's status quo budget request for fiscal year 2018 and will be used to award three grants to form and operate children's well-being collaboratives in fiscal year 2018. Children's well-being collaboratives. The children's well-being collaboratives will be used to establish and coordinate prevention and early intervention services for children and families and to develop interagency collaboration and coordination for the provision of prevention and early intervention services within a designated geographical area. Well-being collaboratives are expected to include representation from the following areas. Mental health, education, judicial system, child welfare, health care, public health, juvenile justice, substance abuse, mental health and disability services, regions, early childhood, accountable care organizations, and community leisure and recreation. Inventory of Children's Crisis Services The DHS provided an inventory of child's mental health crisis services and grouped them into the following categories. Mental Health Crisis Services System Telephone Lines Crisis Screenings Crisis Assessment Crisis Intervention and Crisis Stabilization A list of providers providing a particular category of service has been included in the report. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 3, 2017. Audit Report, Iowa Public Television. The Auditor of State released a report on Iowa Public Television, IPTV, for the fiscal year ending June 30, 2016. An independent auditor performed a separate audit of the Iowa Public Television Foundation and that report was furnished to the Auditor of State. Auditor's Opinion In the opinion of the Auditor, the financial statements provided by IPTV fairly present the respective cash basis financial position of the program for the fiscal year ending June 30, 2016. Financial Highlights Total IPTV general fund expenditures increased 2.1% over fiscal year 2015. General fund revenues increased 3.4% over fiscal year 2015. Total receipts and disbursements from the IPTV general fund exceeded the budget due to in-kind and indirect support, which had not been anticipated. Approximately $3.95 million was received for fundraising services. And in fiscal year 2016, the Iowa Public Television Foundation received contributions from 52,802 sources, including contributors, active members, and leadership circle members. The complete audit report is available on the state auditor's website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 5, 2017. Veterans Trust Fund, December 2016 Update. 
fund balance. As of December 31, 2016, the Veterans Trust Fund balance is $26.5 million. The total principal balance after the lottery transfer is $26 million. The total spendable portion of the trust fund balance, including interest income, donations, and lottery transfer, is approximately $349,000. Expenditures to date for fiscal year 2017 have totaled approximately $183. Assistance categories. Assistance categories are established in Iowa Code Section 35A.13, subsection 6, and in 801 Iowa Administrative Code, Chapter 14. Examples of permissible expenditures include housing repairs, emergency medical care, dental expenses, eyeglasses, hearing aids, prescriptions, automobile repair, and other items. Additional information on historical Income and expenditures can be found in the Issue Review Overview of Iowa Veterans Programs. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 5, 2017. Conversations about government in Iowa. Fiscal one-on-ones rebranded. The Legislative Services Agency has renamed one of its publications. Formerly known as Fiscal One-on-Ones, the agency's audio interviews are now listed on the General Assembly's website as Conversations About Government in Iowa. The new title reflects changes in the nature of the interviews since the agency began them in 2011. The interviews are usually 20 minutes or less and involve an LSA staff member interviewing an individual or group of people who have been involved in state or local government in Iowa. New interviews. In the last half of 2016, the LSA published four new interviews with Calvin McElvogue, State Accounting Enterprise Chief Operating Officer with the Department of Administrative Services regarding his work in state accounting and the changes implemented over the years to maintain Iowa's solid financial outlook for years to come. Paul Talkey, State Forester with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources regarding operations at the State Forest Nursery in Ames. Judy Bradshaw, current director of the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy and former Des Moines Chief of Police regarding her career in law enforcement. And John Quinn, current Waukee Chief of Police and former Division of Criminal Investigation, DCI, Special Agent and DCI Division Director with the Iowa Department of Public Safety regarding his career in state law enforcement prior to his retirement, his current role as the chief of police in Waukee, and changes in law enforcement over the years. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270, and Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 6, 2017. Fiscal Services Audio Offerings. Audio Products Available. The Legislative Services Agency, LSA, offers many of its publications in an audio format. Legislators facing the long drive to Des Moines or back home may be interested in some of these. Publications available in audio and or video format are listed on the Iowa General Assembly website, along with download instructions. Fiscal Services Products. In addition to the Conversations About Government in Iowa series, see the earlier Fiscal Update article. The Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency provides audio versions of issue reviews, providing detailed information on issues facing state government. Fiscal update news articles are also provided in audio format on a monthly basis. 
Issue Reviews. The complete list of issue reviews with links to both the written and audio versions can be found on the Iowa General Assembly website. Once the written version is published, it may take a week or more for the audio version to be made available on the website. If you see an issue review on the list that does not offer audio, check back again soon. The following are the latest issue reviews, all of which were published this week. The audio versions should be available by the end of the month. Overview of State and Federal Water Quality Programs, Department of Administrative Services Offset Programs, Funding for the Adult Mental Health and Disability Services System, General Fund Appropriation Trends, Iowa Fund of Funds, Iowa Road Funding, Office of the Chief Information Officer, Property Tax System Modifications, Senate File 295, State of Iowa Expenditure Limitations Process, Statewide Cost Allocation Plans and Indirect Cost Recovery, and Township Governance in Iowa. Fiscal Update Articles. The division publishes brief news articles including summaries of meetings of state boards and commissions, state agency news releases, updates regarding the state budget and related financial issues, and audit reports for state agencies and local government entities. The individual articles are published in a timely manner. The audio version is a compilation of all the articles published in a particular month. The articles and the monthly audio compilations are available on the Iowa General Assembly website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 9, 2017. Board of Corrections Meeting, January 2017. The Board of Corrections met January 6, 2017 at the Central Office of the Department of Corrections, DOC, in Des Moines. Director Jerry Bartoff welcomed the board and provided an update of his activity since the last meeting, which included preparing the DOC budget request for fiscal year 2018 and preparations for the upcoming legislative session. Warden Appointments Iowa State Penitentiary, ISP, Warden Nick Ludwig is retiring from that position. Patty Watchtendorf, currently the Warden of the Iowa Corrections Institution for Women, ICIW, was appointed Warden of the ISP. Cheryl Dam, currently the Warden of the Clorinda Correctional Facility, was appointed Warden of the ICIW. Prison Population Forecast. Letty Prell of the DOC and Sarah Finneran of the Division of Criminal and Juvenile Justice Planning, CJJP, of the Department of Human Rights presented the Iowa Prison Population Forecast for fiscal year 2016, fiscal year 2026. The prison population is expected to remain stable through fiscal year 2017. Long-term projections show an estimated 30% increase in inmates to over 10,600, by the end of fiscal year 2026. This is a result of an increase in new and returning prison admissions and the length of stay for offenders, while the number of offenders being released remains fairly stable. Some observations from the CJJP analysis of the prison population are that African Americans continued to be overrepresented in the prison population, especially among those serving a mandatory 70% sentence. Prison admissions related to meth as a primary drug are increasing, while prison admissions related to marijuana as a primary drug are decreasing. 
Prison admissions related to cocaine as a primary drug are stable, and sex offenders usually serve more time in prison than other inmates within the same offense classes. The forecast also lists several opportunities for policy changes to lessen the growth of the prison population, including increase the number of parolees, reconsider the punishment for drug offenders, and examine modifications to powder and crack cocaine sentences, modify the approach for sentencing of sex offenders, re-examine the mandatory minimum sentence for robbery offenses, and reconsider offender sentences for crimes committed when the defendant was under the age of 18. The DOC has not drafted any specific legislation based upon the findings of this analysis. Policy Review The DOC is starting the process of reviewing its policies. The board approved changes to policies in the following areas. Public website and social media sites, uniform dress appearance and grooming, offender grievances procedures, use of force, security restraints, standards for firearms and munition, offender work programs, and offender work-related accident compensation procedures. The next board meeting is scheduled for 9.30 a.m. on February 2, 2017 at the Central Office in Des Moines. This will be after the legislative breakfast. For additional information, see the DOC website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Alice Falk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 13, 2017. Fiscal Services Division staff completes issue reviews. Issue reviews. The Fiscal Services Division staff has recently completed and published a number of issue reviews on a variety of topics. Previously published issue reviews are provided in PDF format and audio format. This recent release of issue reviews is available in PDF format and will be available in audio format later in January. All issue reviews published by the Legislative Services Agency since 1992 can be accessed at www.legis.iowa.gov slash publications slash fiscal slash issue reviews. Issue Reviews Published 2016 Interim Issue Reviews Grade Retention Brief Description Examines Research Regarding the Effects of Grade Retention on Students Publication Date January 11, 2017 Issue Reviews Secure an Advanced Vision for Education Save Fund Update Description Consolidates Information from Recent Reports and Reviews Levy Trends and School Debt Publication Date January 11, 2017 Issue Reviews Centralized Payroll Costs, Brief Description, discusses the various components of state employee salaries and benefits and examines the trend in costs. Publication date, January 6, 2017. Department of Transportation Operations, Brief Description, reviews the recent history of appropriations to the Department of Transportation. Publication date, January 6, 2017. Issue Review, Judicial Compensation, Brief description provides background and historical information regarding Iowa's judicial compensation system. Publication date, January 6, 2017. Issue review, overview of state and federal water quality programs. Description provides an overview of programs related to water quality at the state and federal level. Includes an overview of the Environment First Fund. Publication date, January 6, 2017. Issue review, state health insurance costs. Brief description reviews state health insurance costs administered by the Department of Administrative Services, DAS. 
for CY 2015, publication date January 6, 2017, issue review, Department of Administrative Services Income Offset Program, brief description examines the Income Offset Program administered by the DAS, publication date January 5, 2017, issue review, funding for the Adult Mental Health and Disability Services System, brief description examines the history of the county adult mental health and disability services system funding structure including the county mental health property tax levy and state appropriations and provides three possible scenarios for long-term system funding. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, general fund appropriations trends. Brief description examines general fund appropriations enacted over the last 30 years to provide insight to changes in general fund spending. Includes the examination of the use of tax credits to implement a variety of policy initiatives. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, Iowa Fund of Funds. Brief description provides a program history of the Iowa Fund of Funds, IFOF, a review of the IFOF financial status, and the state general fund implications of the associated income tax credit created as the investment guarantee for the IFOF investments. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, Iowa Road Funding. Brief description examines road funding revenue in Iowa from fiscal year 2011 to fiscal year 2015. Road construction, maintenance, and supervision in Iowa are administered by the Iowa Department of Transportation, DOT, and county and city governments. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, Office of the Chief Information Officer. Brief description highlights the changes in state government since the creation of the Office of the Chief Information Officer, OCIO, including the Consolidation of Information Technology, or IT, services. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, Property Tax System Modifications, Senate File 295. Brief description explores the financial implications of the state and local taxation of Property and Income Act of 2013 for taxpayers, local governments, and the state general fund. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, State of Iowa Expenditure Limitation Process. Brief description examines Iowa's expenditure limitation law and recent statutory and session law changes that have modified the process. This issue review also includes examples to illustrate the various aspects of the expenditure limitation law as they apply to legislative decision making. For comparison purposes, this report also provides some general information on other states' revenue estimating and expenditure limitation practices. Publication date, January 5, 2017. Issue review, statewide cost allocation plan and indirect cost recovery. Brief description provides information regarding the statewide cost allocation plan, SWCAP, and indirect cost recovery. Publication date, January 5, 2017. And issue review, township governance in Iowa. Brief description provides an overview of township governance in Iowa, including township structure, the roles of trustees and clerks, the relationship between counties and townships, and statewide statistics on township revenue and expenditures for the past 10 years. Publication date, January 5, 2017. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Holly Lyons, Director of the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7845, and Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, January 20, 2017. 
Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, or IEDA, held its board meeting on January 20, 2017. The board took the following actions. Conducted compliance by reviewing and approving modifications for 14 agreements. Approved three financial assistance applications for projects in DeWitt, Council Bluffs, and Davenport. The awards are to assist in the creation of 535 jobs and are expected to result in over $82.4 million in new capital investments. Approved Historic Preservation and Cultural and Entertainment District Tax Credit Program Administrative Rules. Approved the issuance of three Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates totaling $9,000, approximately $6.9 million of the $8 million fiscal year 2017 tax credit cap remains after the approval, and received financial reports from the IEDA staff. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 23, 2017. State Board of Education Meeting, January 2017. The State Board of Education met in the State Capitol in Des Moines on January 19, 2017. The board heard public comments from members of a dyslexia advocacy group regarding proposed administrative rules for teacher preparation programs, 281 Iowa Administrative Code IAC Chapter 79. Group members requested that the board continue to evaluate and review requirements for elementary classroom teacher endorsements and the requirements around reading. The board also heard a legislative update and reviews of the major reports that have recently been published during the Annual Condition of Education Report, the Annual Condition of Iowa's Community Colleges Report, and the Post-Secondary Readiness Report. Director's Update. Iowa Department of Education Director Brian Wise reported that all yearly reports have been filed. The interim report on the teacher leadership and compensation system showed a slight performance dip, but teachers reported better collaboration, professional equipment, and school culture. The Iowa Social Studies Standards are online and available for public comment as the Social Studies Standards Review Team moves forward with its review. Rules Review. The Board reviewed administrative rules set to be noticed or adopted and filed. Rules that were adopted with little or no change included those on educational programs standards and requirements for children's residential facilities and IAC Chapter 46 rules on career and technical education or CTE. Although there was significant public comment on the CTE rules, the rules closely parallel the CTE legislation, House File 2393, on which they were based, so there were no substantive changes. The board also approved the notice of IAC Chapter 65 rules related to the distribution of funding for innovative programs for at-risk elementary students. Due to significant public comment on the IAC Chapter 79 rules regarding teacher preparation programs, the rules that were noticed were changed in order to include dyslexia-specific language in two sections of the rules. Other business. The board approved the educator preparation program at Grinnell College under IAC Chapter 79 rules and the Morningside College teacher intern program under IAC Chapter 77 rules. The board also heard a presentation on the establishment of cut scores for the English language proficiency assessment and adopted Iowa quality preschool program standards. 
Condition of Education Report and Iowa School Report Card. The Annual Condition of Education Report will be posted to the department website. In the future, there will be a web page with this information so that statewide data will be available for analysis to the district level. Trends highlighted in the report include decreasing non-public enrollment with increasing public enrollment expected over the next five years, increasing diversity in schools, growth in the smallest and largest school districts with enrollment decreases in the middle-sized school districts, that is, those with 300 to 2,500 students, and increasing teacher salaries. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 25, 2017. Audit Report, Open Enrollment Documentation. The Auditor of State completed a review of school district compliance with requirements for the open enrollment process. This included notifications to parents regarding open enrollment and school-level documentation as required by Iowa Code Section 281.17. For the purpose of this review, the Auditor selected school districts from across the state and examined the records. The auditors found lack of compliance in many of the observed school districts and made recommendations. Findings and recommendations. The auditor made recommendations in the following categories. Parent or guardian notification. Parents or guardians are to receive information regarding open enrollment deadlines, transportation assistance, details of the appeals process, and possible loss of athletic eligibility. Ten districts were visited regarding this requirement. Six provided incomplete information to parents and four did not document providing the information. The auditor recommends that school districts notify parents of specific open enrollment information by the deadline September 30th of each school year and maintain documentation of the notification. Approval or denial notification. The auditor recommends that school districts develop policies and procedures for the notification of approval or denial of open enrollment applications. Application documentation. The auditor found a 4.3% non-compliance rate for maintaining long-term open enrollment documentation across the 94 student applications tested. The auditor found a 19% non-compliance rate for open enrollment out applications across the 42 applications tested. The auditor recommends school districts maintain applications as required by the department. Open enrollment applications. Of the 90 open enrollment applications found and tested, the deadline for application or good cause exemption was not met in 17 cases. The auditor recommends that school districts follow and enforce rules regarding open enrollment applications. Open enrollment application documentation. The auditor found applications for open enrollment missing pertinent information including date of application, approval or denial documentation, and physical address of the applicant. The auditor recommends that all school districts adopt policies and procedures to ensure that all relevant information is included with each open enrollment application. And monitoring. The auditor recommends that the department work with the legislature to create monitoring mechanisms for the department and consequences for noncompliance of school districts. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249.